is Michael Nash, and welcome back to another fun, snackable episode of Selling the Sage Way. Today, we're going to talk about the art of listening and the art of letting the other person talk more. It's called Two Ears, One Mouth, and there's a reason why God gave us two ears and one mouth. Have you ever noticed that the best salespeople, people who I call a pro's pro, actually speak the least amount? That being said, when they do speak, each word has the most possible influence on the buyer. The reason they speak the least is because they adhere to the sage selling principle of first seek to understand, then seek to be understood. In fact, there's another episode where I talk more in depth about that. But when you're leveraging the sales customer-centric selling methodology and framework, the seller is really only speaking 20 to 25% of the time and the buyer 75 to 80% of the time. Of course, this is early in the sales cycle. This isn't when you're presenting your solution. This is when you're qualifying. There's also a very important side benefit to the seller, which I'll discuss in a later episode, which really is the importance of what I call active listening. And active listening is actually a skill that can be developed. So what the sage selling methodology teaches is counterintuitive in in a number of ways, especially when compared to more traditional selling methodologies. For example, the sage selling methodology teaches that it's the buyer's responsibility, not the seller's, but the buyer's responsibility to deliver the first presentation. Yes, the buyers present to the seller, not the other way around early in the sales cycle. The buyer's other responsibility is to convince the seller to sell. Again, this is different from traditional sales. At this qualification stage, it's not the seller's responsibility to sell, that actually comes later. The seller is actually presenting two, but, they are present, but they're presenting up a number of thoughtful questions regarding the buyer's potential needs and requirements. The seller is actually testing the waters with these questions to determine if the buyer has needs and how important they are in resolving. If you noticed, I utilized the word thoughtful, and I did it for a reason. The questions the seller is presenting to the buyer have to be in the areas where the seller knows Through research and experience, the buyer has some level of need. For example, if I'm a SaaS company and I'm selling network security solutions as a value proposition, the questions I'm presenting up have to do specifically with network security. I know this is very commonsensical, but too often I see fundamental selling teams fail when the sellers are too busy talking about their solutions and the benefits and the features versus facilitating a process to inspire the buyer to open up their world and share their needs, the impact of those needs to the business, and certainly the priority of those needs relative to others. That's it for today's episode of Selling the Sage Way. I hope you found it beneficial, and I want to thank you for your time, and remember that time as professional salespeople is the only commodity we own, so use it wisely.